0: This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. Today we wrap up our two-part interview with Reid Tausik President and CEO of fraud prevention provider ThreatMetrics. During this second part of our interview about device identification, Tausick explains how solutions that focus on device identification coupled with those that focus on log analysis, offer banks a more holistic view and transactional awareness. Now, we've talked about device identification and we've touched on authentication, but in this pending guidance that's expected to soon be released in an official way from the FFIEC, device identification is just one piece. Log analysis is another. How do the two fit together in the fight against ACH and wire fraud?
1: That's a great question, Tracy. Um, uh, The way that I explain it to potential customers uh, is that you have really two solutions um, that you're looking at here. One is fact-based fraud, and device identification really is fact-based fraud. Uh, I'm accessing this account, uh, but uh, the device that I'm using, I have a language mismatch. I'm executing the transaction in English. All of the uh, fonts on my device are in Russian, I'm behind a hidden proxy, or I'm using uh, some t- form of botnet, a man-in-the-middle attack where I've compromised somebody else's computer. Uh, and so what we're looking for are anomalies in a, in a transaction, whether they're uh, velocity rules, uh, you know, a single fraudster accessing multiple accounts at a bank, or many of the things that I previously mentioned, such as language mismatch, what we're looking at are factual-based uh telltale signatures um, that would indicate that this is a fraudulent transaction. On the other hand, uh, behavioral-based solutions, such as Actimize, for example, and there's many of these uh, in the marketplace, um, are looking for situations that are unusual relative to the transaction itself. So as a small business... I typically process uh, $250,000 a month in payables. Uh, which might include payroll, it may include vendors uh, that I'm paying for, to, you know, let's say a half a dozen vendors. And all of a sudden, and I'm located in California, and all of a sudden I create a new vendor who's located in Florida, um, and I start transferring $55,000 a month to this new vendor. That's an unusual situation in that typically uh, companies have a set number of suppliers that they they work with, uh, within a given set of locations and all of a sudden I have a new location with a new company with an unusual amount of money and the behavioral based solutions um, are very very good at, at capturing those kinds of activities so for device identification uh, what we're looking at is all of the activities that occur outside of the firewall that is consumer facing activities and it's for the most part based on fact-based fraud whether those are velocity rules or language mismatches or hidden proxies and and what have you. Um, The behavioral based solutions which are looking at logs and and, uh, are really looking at the activities, the actual transaction activities uh, on a given individual to see if it fits within the norm. Is it typical for this customer or this group of customers to operate in this way? And together, when you combine those two elements together, you really do end up in a situation where the sum of the parts uh, are greater than the whole and that you have set up a layered defense strategy, which is something else that the FFIEC calls for. Uh, and that is putting layers of defense in uh, in order to stop these kinds of activities. So both solutions are valid, uh, very valid. They they attempt to solve the problem um, from very different perspectives and in so doing uh, provide a layered approach and make it much, much more difficult for that fraudster to be able to penetrate that system.
0: Now, most banking institutions, Reed, currently do analyze their transaction logs, but some industry pundits have suggested that they spend far too much time focusing on the wrong things in those logs. What is your perspective?
1: Well, you know, I don't really know uh, that that that's a a fair criticism. I think that, um, as I said, uh, the regional banks um, do not typically have the staff in place to be able to adequately address the problem, uh, you know, if you go to a Bank of America or a Citigroup where they have 50 people in their fraud department um, who are well versed in data analytics and and have that kind of background looking for these kinds of anomalies, um, those guys do a pretty good job. Uh, you then go to a regional bank who has. Uh, maybe a bank manager who doesn't really have any fraud training or analytics uh, training but they're now responsible for reviewing transactions on an individual basis and you can see how uh, the um, amount of fraud can increase and, and the fraudsters can slip through. I think the answer to the problem uh, is a greater reliance on the fraud vendors. There's a lot of expertise uh, in the community, whether it's ThreatMetrics or or other companies that provide fraud solutions, uh, to be able to support these banks and help them with best practices uh, in a very automated fashion. Uh, And I think that the nature of the software and and the maturity of the software at this point uh, in time is such that it can be implemented, particularly when out of a software as a service solution it can be implemented with a minimum of uh, resource required on the, parts the part of the bank uh, in order to provide very, very effective, uh, very, very effective solutions for, um, for stopping ACH fraud.
0: Now, Reed, given what you know about the expectations the FFIEC is likely to have for enhanced log analysis and device identification, what advice would you offer to financial institutions?
1: Well, I I think that what they need to do, um, because this is, uh, it's not just a regulatory problem. Uh, The FBI report with respect to this Chinese gang uh, demonstrates that it is a real problem. Um, In other words, it's not just an issue where a group of bureaucrats in Washington are saying, well, we want you to protect yourself against a what-if. This is a what-is rather than a what-if. And so I think, you know, my advice to them is to find practical solutions that can be implemented uh, with a minimum of resource uh, on their part because honestly they don't have the expertise and the resource typically speaking uh, to be able to to uh, meet these requirements and the vendors in the marketplace um, do so it really should be a cooperative relationship between uh, suppliers such as ThreatMetrics and our customers, the banks the second thing though that I think that they should do uh the banks is that they should encourage their own customers the merchants um, to also incorporate and implement uh minimum security measures uh in their institutions and and honestly I think if they were to provide them with uh, you know modest financial incentives to do so to ensure that uh existing firewalls were in place that um Malware software is, is installed across all of the devices they use uh, to access those bank accounts, whether it's uh, within the merchant operating environment or home devices. Uh, they should very much in, uh, encourage their customers to do it because it is a shared problem. I mean, where this starts, typically speaking, uh, is not the fraudster uh, breaking through the bank firewall to gain, to gain access to accounts, although obviously that does happen from time to time, but more often where it starts is with an unaware consumer being phished um, for credentials or having some form of malware installed on their device so that that fraudster can now use that device or use those credentials to access that consumer's bank account. So as I said, there's multiple points of entry. Uh, I think that it is a shared um, responsibility between the consumer, the, the uh, merchant, and the bank itself to provide a, a security ring, if you will, uh, against these ACH fraudsters. And, and I would simply suggest to them to to go to the marketplace. There are a lot of uh, a lot of uh, very viable solutions at very reasonable price points uh, available in the market for them to uh, take advantage of.
0: And what does all of this mean, Reed, from a fraud prevention and detection investment standpoint? When we talk about the FFIEC guidance and, of course, some of the the challenges that the industry is already experiencing when it comes to ACH fraud, where do you see these investments going?
1: Well, I definitely think, uh, you know, as a vendor in the marketplace, I think that there is uh, a growth opportunity available to us, obviously, here. Uh, I think there are two approaches to the problem. Though um, you know, ThreatMetrics has positioned itself uh, in the market to be to offer easy-to-install uh, solutions to stop all forms of fraud, not just ACH fraud, but new account origination and and logins as well. Uh, and then there are very complex solutions uh, offered by uh, large vendors, uh, platform vendors uh, in the marketplace. Um, that require a significant amount of investment, uh, both in hardware and software, as well as internal expertise, to uh, to be able to um, to fully uh, utilize uh, those solutions. You know, those solutions, in in many cases, are extremely valid. Uh, you know, if you're looking at any of the major financial institutions uh, where they're experiencing a lot of cross-channel fraud and and um, very very sophisticated attacks. Uh, those kinds of complex solutions, if you are in the position to be able to implement them, uh, end up being a, a great alternative. Uh, part of it, Tracy, is this, is, is that the fraudsters, you don't have to do much to stop the fraudsters from coming to you. Um, if you implement these kinds of security measures, uh, what the fraudsters are looking at is they're going to say, "This is a hard target. I'm going to go find an easy target." So you don't have to quote unquote, boil the ocean in order to stop the fraud. All you have to do is put measures in place that will discourage them uh, from uh, hitting your particular bank and and going and finding a softer target. and And so uh, you know these kinds of solutions exist. They're readily available, and and I would suggest that the the banks take a hard look at them.
0: And before we close, Reed, what final thoughts would you like to leave our audience with where device identification, log analysis, and then online authentication generally are concerned?
1: Well, I think it's an interesting and and, uh, evolving market. Um, The one thing that we didn't talk about today is the whole mobile aspect of online banking which presents uh, a whole new element of opportunity for the banks in terms of reducing costs and providing convenience to their customers, Uh, but it also opens up yet another channel uh, for the fraudsters uh, to participate in. So I think in terms of looking at these kinds of solutions uh, in the marketplace, the buyer really needs to consider the fact that uh... there are multiple channels uh... and multiple means by which uh... that consumer is going to do business with you they're gonna walk in the front door and you know all banks have security cameras and a and a you know stainless steel or what have you safe to protect those assets they're also going to come online uh... from fixed locations as well as mobile locations and they're and now they're going to use their smartphone and so whatever what you'd like to be able to avoid is having to put in a mobile solution and a, uh, uh an internet based solution that are not well integrated. Uh, Threatmetrics does offer a fully, uh, integrated solution for both mobile, uh, as well as, uh, internet usage. Uh, and I think that's a big consideration, uh, and a growing consideration for all financial institutions is the whole, uh, the new, new access through, uh, through mobile and, and what threats that may uh, bring with it.
0: Reed, I'd like to thank you again for your time today.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it very much.
0: Again, we've just heard from Reed Tausig, CEO of Threatmetrics. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kidd. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.bankinfosecurity.com.